Well, good morning, Holy Cross. This is Pete Rehrman here again with a, a gospel reminder to start your day. And joining me is Peter Zimmer, our Director of Family and Community. Hey, Peter. Hey, how's it going? Good to be with you this morning, Holy Cross. Pete and repeat, they call us. Um, and so what we wanted to, to bring with you to you this morning is uh, we know that so many people are, are stuck in their homes, likely, if you have the opportunity or maybe even privilege to, to uh, be at home, work from home. But at the very least, our, our kids, if you have children in your home, young kids, they're staying at home as well with schools closing. And, and that can present a lot of challenges um, and maybe even wondering what to do with that time. Um, you want to speak on that a little bit, Peter, or maybe some things that people might be facing in this time? Yeah, I think um, there's, a, there's a ton of things that you could be confronted with. Um, maybe at first, this feeling of excitement, like, oh, wow, now we get to push pause on everything going on in our busy life and get to be together as a family. And then there might be some tension there, though, as soon as you feel that, <clears throat> feeling like, oh, my gosh, after three hours, I'm pulling my hair out and I don't know what to do. Yeah. Feel stir crazy, cabin fever. I, I don't really know what to do. Haven't been stuck at home with my kids for this long, in a long time, and feel your very human limits uh, being presented before you really quickly. So, um, yeah, I think there's just a lot of emotions and fears and just senses that we can have as parents in this situation. So, yeah, absolutely. And and we wanna we wanna care for you, and 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 we've been thinking how can we how can we meet you where you are and uh, consider some struggles that you might be having and then and give you some good gospel encouragement uh, to be thinking about throughout your day and, and as you go about your day with your family. And uh, under a big umbrella of, of what does it look like to be a blessing to one another? What does it mean to bless our church, uh, to bless our family? And uh, sometimes when we, we have to think about what we're to do, it's good to think about first what God has done and who he is and, and what he's done. And um, I'm reminded in, in Genesis chapter 12, um, just in the first couple verses, I'll read them. Now the Lord said to Abram, go from your country and your kindred and your father's house to the land that I'll show you. and I'll make you a great nation. I'll bless you and make your name great so that you will be a blessing. And this is interesting. It, it's in the midst of a lot of difficulty, right? He's telling him, go away from everything you've known and everything that's comfortable uh, and trust me and follow me and I will bless you. And as a result of me blessing you, you will be a blessing. And so as we desire to bless those around us, um, it's because God has been a tremendous blessing to us. He's given himself to us um, and, and uh, given us everything that we need uh, to great measure. And one of the tools that we've used in different areas of our church is um, a, an acronym uh, that just simply spells out BLESS. It's a, a tool that you could use at home to think about how to be a blessing to others around you. Uh, and, and the first one just simply is stands for blessed. That's the, that's the easy one. And that means that we just find practical, simple ways to, to um, lighten the burden of others around us. What, what can that look like in the home? Yeah, <clears throat> I think um, just thinking outside of ourselves a little bit and just trying to anticipate needs. You know, I think... Um, just being perceptive to maybe you, you live with a husband or wife and just kind of knowing, just being sensitive to what you, you're seeing on their plate um, and, and just looking to preemptively clean up the kitchen, you know, after after cooking that happened and, and just these different ways that you can um, kind of be on guard for how to how to meet 
the need in your home, you know, um, sort of yeah. like that. picking up after your kids, you know, not, mm-hmm. not checking out, but being actively engaged and, and just being forward thinking in terms of what would be a blessing to your husband or wife. Yeah, yeah. that's a great idea. And just the way that we see that God has blessed us, it, that can be the motivation for how we bless others in small ways and big ways. And not just trying to lighten people's load, but lighting, lightening their load because God is a, a great burden bearer for us. Mm-hmm. And so there's going to be ample opportunities, I imagine, uh, over the course of the next several days, especially as kids are out of school, to, to uh, bless and practical everyday things. Uh, the L in bless uh, stands for listen. And particularly listen, listening empathetically uh, to the needs of others. Um, and I, this can be a time where a lot of people just kind of buckle down and and uh, and and say, just let's just get through this together, and, and not really confronting the limitations that we have and confronting our humanity that we grow weak and scared at times. And um, I even asked uh, Cohen this week, "How are you feeling about everything?" And, and he said. I'm afraid, and it gave us a neat opportunity just to talk and about that. And what does that look like to listen, listen to one another? How can we listen to one another more thoughtfully? Yeah, I think um, we're we're doing a lot of listening uh, to media on our phones or Instagram, social media, different things like that. And so I think some of it is being able to um, push pause on on certain sources of of listening. And being emotionally present and engaged mm-hmm. with the person and showing the uh, empathetic care uh, by, by being emotionally and mentally present as your kids are talking to you or sharing their, their things. Being aware of um, what's super exciting for your kid that maybe mm-hmm. the fifth time they've showed you that day and you're starting to, starting to wear on you. But then you realize like, wow, this is a great opportunity to show my love and care and just move towards them in love by just listening well to uh, what's exciting to them. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's a great reminder. Yeah, we don't have a, sh- we're, we're all listening, aren't we? Uh, media outlets and, and, and online things, and uh, we definitely have the time to listen empathetically to one another. And then the E stands for eat. Um, well, what a tremendous opportunity this provides for us to eat with gospel intentionality rather than just rushing through a meal. Um, how, how have you guys entered into this, Peter, and just your own family? Have you had opportunity to to be more intentional with mealtime? Uh, yeah, well, like last night, for example, we were um, just kind of putting together some leftovers to make a meal, but we were sitting together at the counter, and so it was just, I actually just invited uh, Carrie and Selah and to, to jump up into the kitchen and actually like participate in cooking dinner together, and I, I think just this extended time together provides some opportunities to just engage these normal rhythms of life, you know, we all have to eat, we all have to cook dinner, we all have to sit down together, but um, the pace of life has changed, and so it gives us some opportunity to engage these a little bit more purposefully and intentionally and creatively as a way of just engaging in relationship with one another through these means, you know, whether it's cooking together or uh, just spending longer at the table, sitting there, um, asking questions of each other, conversing. Yeah, that's great. We all have, we have 21 meals a week, right, at least, uh, plus snack times. So a ton of opportunity uh, to, to sit down and, and to share a special time together. And then the, the, first, well, then the first S in BLESS is speak. Um, this is speaking with gospel intentionality and speaking truth in love to one another. 
So this also provides us just a great opportunity to to bless each other as we speak to fears and speak truth and comfort and encouragement as people are struggling. Um, any thoughts on that and what that could look like? Yeah, I think um, there's something that we talk about in family discipleship often is just along the way discipleship. And so I think being at home together more than usual, especially in the context of what's going on in the world, gives us a lot of opportunity to purposefully like initiate conversations with our kids. Just like you mentioned earlier, Pete, like asking Cohen, what do you think and what do you feel about this? Um, I think the other thing I noticed is that I think one of the most powerful things we can do as parents is to put on display what it looks like to confess our sin honestly mm. and to uh, say we're sorry. And so I think when we're uh, maybe cooped up in a house together for a long time, it gives us ample opportunity to show our true colors and our impatience. And it's, mm. it's easy to just brush those off and say like, oh, I'm just, I'm just irritated. Oh, I just need space and gloss over the fact that uh, we really need to move towards our kids and say, actually spoke to you out of anger or impatience and, and that was wrong and mm. I'm sorry. And then we lead them in going to Jesus together. And so it's this opportunity to just take our own failures and turn those into discipleship moments. Wow. That's great. And then the last S is Sabbath um, or recreate. And so this is the idea of, of being in a rhythm of rest, uh, not just weekly rest, like on the Sabbath, and that, there's direct implications here as, as we have suspended our, our Sunday worship services, but there's still a great opportunity to worship as a family and to engage in Sabbath rest, but also rhythms throughout even the day where we, where we find some time of rest and, and quiet time and solitude and communion with Jesus. Um, so a ton of opportunity there. What are some thoughts that run through your mind as we think of Sabbath? Yeah, I think... <clears throat> um, I'm just kind of thinking of this through myself. What what do I need? And um, these these as we've talked about how the gospel influences this, in that being blessed to be a blessing is is a um, it's not our natural thought to think outward. I think in our sin we we like to just think inward, and so it really takes intentionally coming before what God has done before us and how He's moved towards us in self giving love to then kind of reorient our paradigm and our posture and uh, that takes work and so I'm just thinking like I need to um, be be intentional about getting up early and um, whether th it, that may work for me but just taking those specific moments to gather myself go before God in prayer and just contemplate the rest I have in Christ and uh, and then so I can engage my family in the rhythm of my life out of that posture of uh, kind of my reoriented heart before mm -hmm. God's love for me is shown in, in Christ. So, um, yeah. That's great. Um, well, we, uh, and this can also extend way beyond just our family, um, thinking of practical ways just to bless our neighbors, obviously with limited inter interaction and meeting only in real small groups, but even checking in with a neighbor, we did that this week, just have an elderly labor, uh, neighbor who lives alone, checking in with her, seeing how she's doing, if there's anything that we can help with. So, so think of this beyond just your family, um, but how you can be thinking of others, because God has thought uh, of us and, and given himself uh, to us. And, and our motivation in all of our blessing to others is not just to be better people and not just to get along with one another and get through this, uh, but we bless because God has tremendously blessed us in Jesus Christ. And 
and and that fills us with with um, with energy and with wisdom, uh, so and encouragement. Well, thanks for joining us, uh, Peter, and thanks for joining us, at Holy Cross, this morning. Um, we hope that you've been encouraged and reminded in the gospel, and um, I hope you have a great day. We're thinking and praying for you. If you have any thoughts or questions or concerns that that you would like to be have addressed on this, feel free to email us at info at holycrosstucson.com. And um, we'll talk to you again soon. Have a great day, everyone. Bye.